Welcome back to the On Air with Jamie podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Superconscious Shift Sessions. These are one-on-one intensive sessions where we get together, we do a sneaky recode, we help you shift through the shit that feels like it's holding you back and feels like it's weighing you down, essentially so that you can do more of the things you actually want to be doing in your life and in your business. I never thought that I would actually get the opportunity to say this, but this is by far my most highly requested podcast episode, resource, whatever you want to call it. And I've toyed with this for a really long time. I actually thought about hosting a whole masterclass on this topic, which by the way, you're going to know already from the title, we're talking about journaling my love-hate relationship with journaling. I want to dive right into it. I want to share with you all of my thoughts, opinions, beliefs, why, like the reasoning why I'm so opposed to journaling, but also all of my tips and tricks to how you can get the most out of your journaling sessions, how I like to journal myself, all of the things. But I thought about ages ago actually recording this as a masterclass. And then I was like... Do I really have that much to say on the topic? It would basically be a whole masterclass where I somewhat lecture you on how I just don't think that you'll ever shift through any limiting beliefs in a journal and that journaling is a true mindset work and something just gives me the inkling that people are not going to enjoy a masterclass like that. And so then I was like, you know what, I'll create like an e-guide, you know, a PDF download and I can go through all the different types of journaling and I can give you tips and tricks on how to journal and tell you how I journal and basically all the things. And then I was like, who the fuck is that actually serving? Like, who is that actually serving? It's actually not serving you even though you might have just got really excited and thought, wow, I wish he actually created that resource. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I really think that while journaling can be such a powerful tool and at different stages of my journey, it was so incredibly expansive for me. I do not believe that it helps you create the path of least resistance. In fact, I actually think that quite often journaling through things allows you to stay stuck in it. And if you have listened to any of my past episodes, you know that I have a really big issue with personal development and mindset work and how traditional mainstream techniques actually keep you stuck. They keep you stuck in the shit. They keep you stuck in problem solving and they actually don't help you progress forwards in the way that you think that they do. To answer all of your hopes and prayers, I decided, you know what, I'll just sit down and I'll record a really frank and really honest podcast episode where I can tell you exactly why I don't like journaling and then also give you tips and techniques if you desire to journal, how I journal and all of the things. And I'm pretty sure I already said that, so let's just dive right in. But let's start with why I have such an aversion to people wasting time journaling. And I do believe that sometimes it is an incredible waste of time. But I also do want to preface that by saying that I acknowledge 
I acknowledge that sometimes, just like it did for me, it absolutely does feel incredibly expansive and it feels good for you in the moment. But what I really want you to be able to take away from this episode is to just have my opinion, my belief, my perspective in the back of your mind when you're going into your journaling sessions. Because truthfully, in order to really get big transformation out of a journaling session, you have to be able to be really radically self-honest. And I mean really radically self-honest. You have to be willing to dive to the depths of your psyche and uncover things that you didn't even know were there. And I just don't think that doing this in a journal is the most efficient way to do it. I truly believe that if you're looking for the root belief, because that is what you should be looking for, in any moment that you are faced with things that you feel the desire to journal on and, you know, nut out in your journal and journal through whatever phrase it is that you like to use, you need to be going and looking for the root cause. Because this is the very first problem that I see people make is that in the moment they decide that they want to shift through their beliefs, shift through the shit that is going on in their head and they do it in their journal. And they think, oh, like this is amazing. I feel so much better now. I got all this stuff out on paper. And yes, yes, there is merit to that. And also because you've just shifted the surface level, if you think back to my iceberg theory, episode, think of this, the stuff that's going on in your head as being that 10% tippity top of the iceberg. Once you shift through that, it feels really good. It feels really good. And you get motivated and you get inspired again. And then you go and start to take action. And before you know it, the things start popping up again. And the reason this happens, and I actually posted a really in-depth Instagram post on this called Are You Looping? And it explains exactly all of the steps. I'm going to pop it up here and also link it below. It explains all of the steps. And then if you read the caption, it explains why we loop. And essentially the reason that this happens, the reason that you can journal through all this stuff, feel good for a little while, and then things start to pop back up is because you've only shifted the mindset. You haven't shifted the core root beliefs, the things that actually caused the mindset issue in the first place. And this is where people get so stuck. Looking for that root belief is literally like a needle in a haystack. And to tell someone as a coach or a mentor that they should just go and journal on whatever thing, whatever problem they're being faced with in that moment, in my opinion, is incredibly irresponsible and not good enough because you don't know what someone is going to uncover in their journal. If they are being radically self-honest and truly diving deep into the root and looking for the event that actually triggered all of this shit that's going on in their head, it is so irresponsible of you to put that on them to do on their own. As coaches and as mentors, we are here to hold space for our clients. And if you cannot hold space for your clients in this way, please send them to someone who can support them through these moments. Do not direct them back to their journal 
because you don't know what they're going to uncover and you don't know what is going to spiral from it. Call it trauma-informed, call it whatever the fuck you want. I call it being in fucking integrity and actually having your client's best interests at heart. The fact of the matter is that really looking for that root cause, that root belief, the root event in a journal is literally like finding a needle in a haystack. Because at the end of the day, your subconscious mind desires to keep you safe. And these root beliefs, the root events, the traumas are all stored so deep in your subconscious mind. Most of the time, you don't even remember the original thing that led to that belief. You don't remember it because it's hidden for a reason. It's hidden to keep you safe. And so when you're working from the 5% that is your conscious mind, trying to dive into the 95% that is your subconscious, it's like finding a needle in a haystack. It's probably not going to happen. And so instead you fall into this loop where you're repeating the same cycle over and over again, going through the same thoughts and beliefs, and they keep coming up because you're not addressing the root cause. I want to give you a technique because I'm not an idiot and I fully recognize that even though I can give you all of this information and I can share my opinions, my perspectives, I can back it up with why, you know, I can share with you the subconscious mind stuff and the conscious mind and I can make it all make sense to you. Unless you're truly ready to fully take on board what I have to say, I know that there's going to be some of you listening to this that are going to ignore me and you're going to choose to journal shit out anyway. And so what I want to do is actually give you the correct technique that you can use if this is the way that you desire to move. Now, prefacing this exactly by saying, this is not what I recommend, this is not what I do, nor would I ever do it because truthfully, I can recode this shit in under 10 minutes. Why would I sit with my journal and journal for five hours straight trying to nut through all the crap that's in my head when I can literally, literally do a 10 minute recode and not only get to the root cause and rewrite it there, but also release shit from my body, realign my chakras and all of the things. Like for me, the work I do just makes sense. It is fast. It is efficient. And it honestly just is so fun. And it feels so good as well. It's an all rounder. It's for everyone. Okay. But recognizing that there are going to be some of you who still want to journal. Here's how you need to do it. Basically, if you're going to be journaling through the shit that's going on in your head, firstly, you need to start with just a massive brain dump. Get everything out and onto paper. Then what I want you to do, if it's particularly involving limiting beliefs, bullshit stories, all of those things. And again, this involves and it requires a level of radical self-honesty. If you cannot be honest with yourself, it's not going to be effective. So you need to remove those rose-colored glasses and be ready to be really fucking real and really raw and honest with yourself. I want you to go through everything that you've brain dumped and really start looking at it, asking yourself, why do I believe this? Where did this come from? Is this true? Where can I find evidence of this? Where can I find evidence of the opposite? And I want you to keep doing that over and over and over and over again until eventually you have nothing else to write out or to say about it. Have to keep going deeper. You have to keep asking why. You have to keep asking where it came from. You have to keep asking if you really believe it's true, 
when you sit with it. And then you need to start asking, why do I believe it's true? Where can I find evidence to support this? Where can I find evidence to support otherwise? You need to start showing your subconscious mind that there usually is an evidence to support that thing. And usually you can find evidence to support the contrary, the opposite thing, right? And then if you want to take it a step further, you can start to shift these beliefs into positive affirmations. Yes, I never thought I would say this on my show, but we can shift these beliefs into positive affirmations. And then what I want you to do is go and download this app called ThinkUp, not sponsored, but I love this app. It's ThinkUp. You literally record affirmations in your own voice. This is very important because your subconscious mind is more susceptible to your own voice. You record affirmations that are directly linked to the things that you have uncovered in your journal, but obviously the way that you want to shift those beliefs and shift those stories. Plug them into your ThinkUp app and you play them as you go to sleep at night. This is the only way that I do affirmations. It is the most, well, actually I lie. I do plug in affirmations when I'm doing recodes for people, but that's a whole new kettle of fish. The only way that I recommend affirmations outside of a recode is this way. And the reason is when you are falling asleep at night or even waking up first thing in the morning, you are in a brainwave state called theta brainwaves. This is when you have direct access to your subconscious mind. It's not just going into your consciousness and like making you feel good. It's actually going deep into the subconscious mind where we want it to be programmed. And it's therefore more open to changes. This is not a fast, quick fix at all. This is something you really need to do consistently. I would say for a minimum of up to 60 days at a time. Like a lot of these nighttime things particularly will say like, listen for 21 days, but there is a lot of evidence to say that rewiring the brain in certain ways can take up to 60 days. So, you know, you're looking at a month to two months before you're really going to be seeing any deep shifts. But this is what we really call, I guess this is the way of doing shadow work where you're really illuminating the shadows. And the way that I like to think of it is we're shining the torch on the problems. However, in my opinion, if you're not actually getting to the root of the problem, shining the torch on it doesn't do anything. And that's why, another reason, why I really just, I'm just not into journaling for this kind of work, because I think that there are more effective ways to do it. There are more effective ways to get to the core, the roots of your beliefs. But also, it's really unlikely that in your journal, you're going to be able to get to the core of any past life trauma, any generational trauma, any traumas that are stored in your body. Like there's really a lot that goes on in this world of mindset. Again, if you really want to understand what the heck I'm talking about in respect to that, I want you to go back and listen to the iceberg theory episode, because that really explains why mindset is really only the tip of the iceberg and there is so much more below the surface that is so important to be addressed. I'm interrupting this episode really quickly to talk to you about my brand new one-on-one offer, Superconscious Shift Sessions. These are one-on-one intensive subconscious reprogramming and trauma release sessions. Honestly, I see things so overcomplicated in this online industry and I really wanted to create something that was so 
stripped back and so specific and fucking simple for you to move through the blocks and the things that are keeping you stuck. If you are feeling resistance, if you know all of the things that you need to be doing, but you're not doing it, something is in the way. And it's most likely not because you're out of alignment. It's because there is a part of you that doesn't want you to take the action that you know you need to take. We can literally reprogram this and release what is stopping you from your body in a simple 60-minute session with me. If this interests you, please reach out via DM on Instagram to talk about packages or click the link in the show notes below to book your one-on-one session right now. Spaces are limited, of course, because this is one-on-one work directly with me held over Zoom, but I promise you the transformation that you will experience from these sessions is like no other. This work is so important to me and it's really important for me to get this work out there, to invite you into my world and to give you a taste of what it's like to experience life without limitations. What I want to share with you now is how I actually journal because I actually do still journal. I still journal. I don't journal every day. It's not part of any specific routine and it's very intuitive when I journal. And the reason that it's really intuitive when I journal is because I feel like, I believe, when I am journaling, I'm actually tapping into a higher version of myself, my super conscious, my guides, my spirit team. It's very different each time. The way that things come through is different each time. And I can't really explain it beyond that because it it feels a little bit woo-woo. But basically what happens is it's very much stream of consciousness. I sit down with my journal and I set the intention that I am open to receive. And then I will literally start writing. And sometimes it will start off with just being anything that's consciously on my mind. But very quickly it will shift and I will actually start writing in the third person. So it's like the words that I'm writing are actually speaking to me. It's not me writing about me, if that makes sense. And so this is why I really feel like it is wisdom from outside of me coming in and and it's advice and it's always so on point and exactly what I need in that moment. Sometimes it's very direct guidance and it's you need to go and do this and you need to go and do that. Sometimes it's kind of like a general energy reading, like this is what's going on. This is the theme at the moment. This is the vibe. Here's how to move through it. Different things like that. It's very, very powerful when you can start doing this. If you want to back this up or help to strengthen this, this is where I use angel cards. Angel cards can really help to deepen that connection that you have with yourself, with your guides, with your spirit team, with super conscious, with your highest self, all of the things. And the way that I used to do this was I would pull a few angel cards and then I would start to journal on anything that came up through reading what was actually on the angel cards. And now I really just play with angel cards when I feel like it. I don't feel like I need them to tap into this this energy anymore, but it was really powerful at some point. And the reason I keep coming back to that and saying like it used to be expansive and now it's not is because... I think it's really important to share that there is no one perfect right or wrong way to do these things, except when it comes to trying to work through mindset stuff in the journal. There is a right or wrong way to do that. And that's what I shared earlier. But I digress. When it comes to like tools and techniques and all of that sort of thing, it really has to be about you tapping into yourself and what feels good for you. I think so many people, and again, I used to be guilty for this. 
I would be like, oh, I want to journal because it feels like the cool thing to do. And, you know, everyone journals in the morning, all successful people journal. And I'd go looking for, you know, bloody, what do you call them? Journal prompts and things like that. And then I'd be like looking for specific ways to pull angel cards. And I think when we get caught up in that energy, although again, at the time that felt really expansive for me, in hindsight now, I recognize that when I was doing those things, the power was outside of me. And so I, what I want you to be really cautious of and really conscious of is when you're using these tools, when you're journaling, when you're using angel cards, when you're tapping into this, where is the power? Because if it's in the angel cards, that's not it. The angel cards are just a tool to help you connect to you, to help you build your relationship with you, to help you build your relationship with your guides, with superconscious, with your intuition, whatever you want to say. Okay. And same with your journal. You can use your journal to get to know yourself more, to tap into this wisdom, this inner wisdom that you already have. But the power is always in you. It's not in the journal. I should touch quickly on journal prompts and why I don't use them. But I did go through a phase of always looking for journal prompts. And in fact, I did actually buy someone's journal once that was like a, a, you know, intended as part of a daily routine and it had different prompts every single day. And what I found was journal prompts can be really dangerous in guiding you into problem solving with no way out of it. And so I, I bought this journal and I was doing it every single day. And all of a sudden I started to realize like, actually, this doesn't feel good. Like every day I'm being asked these questions and they're not always relevant to the day. And some days it'll be a question like, what doesn't feel good for me? Or what am I resisting? Or what are some limiting beliefs that are coming up for me? And in those moments, I would be like, oh, I don't really feel like there's actually anything there. Like, I feel like I'm in a really good place at the moment and all of the things. And then I'd be like, oh, but is that true? Is that actually true? And then I would go and start looking and shining the light around in my conscious mind being like, hmm, are there any limitations? Is this a limitation? And really starting to doubt and question. And then what I found was by doing this every single day, it was starting to dredge up things that actually didn't need to be dredged up, that actually weren't a problem for me, but all of a sudden were being made to be a problem for me. And then the next problem was that after that question, there was no way out of it. There was no way to reframe. There was no way to call BS to it. There was no way to be like, oh, but I'm choosing to do this instead. I'm choosing to believe otherwise. I'm going to go and do this. There were no other directives. It just kind of left you in this yeah, pool of basically feeling really shit. And so that was the day that I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this journal anymore. It no longer feels good. It does not feel expansive. And in fact, I can now see how it's actually keeping me stuck in problem solving and in lack and in scarcity. And that is not where I desire to be. The final way that I use journaling or use my journal is with a method called scripting. And this is really, really powerful. So this is what I would call like manifestation journaling, if you will. 
Actually, that did make me think of another way that I have used it. So I've got two more ways to share with you. So the first one is scripting. Essentially what scripting is, is where you write out all of the things that you desire, whether it be like a perfect day or, you know, the vision that you have for your life or literally just dot points of the things that you desire. You write it all out in detail and in present tense or as if it had already happened. So it's like, you know, today I woke up and I had 15 new payment notifications come through. I jumped on a call with my private client and she signed again for the whole year and paid me in full $50,000. Like you get the drift, right? You basically script out the life that you desire to live. The reason that this is so powerful is because it primes your subconscious mind. The more detail that you can get, the more your subconscious mind is going to get used to that visualization. It's going to get used to that picture. And what happens is we have this center in our brain called the reticular activating system. And what it is designed to do is literally scan our reality and look for things that are in alignment or important to us. Have you ever bought a new colored car? This happened to me when I bought my green car. So years and years and years ago, my car's so old now, years and years and years ago, I bought a green car. And the reason I bought a green car was because number one, I liked the color. But number two, at that time, everyone who had this type of car had the blue one. And I was like, well, I don't want to be blue. I don't want to have the same color as everyone else. I'm going to get a green one. And I remember the day that I decided that's the one I'm getting and I paid for it and all the things. And I left the dealership and all of a sudden I just started seeing fucking green cars everywhere. And from the day that I picked it up and even to now, I still see these little green cars all over the road. Here's the thing. The green cars were always there. But to my brain, they weren't important until the day that I decided that I too was going to buy a green car. So what I want you to think of is this scripting, this journaling that you're doing is the equivalent of my green car. You are training your brain to look for things that are synchronicities, that are in alignment, that are related to this vision that you are painting out. It is so powerful. Now, the other thing that this can do is actually start to bring up limiting beliefs or things that are going to hold you back from living out that reality. And so it's a beautiful way that the universe, if you will, or your superconscious will actually illuminate the things that are in the way for you to address. And again, we're not addressing them in the journal. Remember, we're going to go and we're going to see a coach. We're going to get a recode or go and do some, you know, EFT, NLP, hypnosis, somatic therapy, kinesiology, whatever it is that floats your boat. But we all know in my world, we do the recode because it is the fastest, most effective way to do shadow work in my opinion. But we're going to do that to shift the things that are in the way. Now, the actual final way that I have journaled in the past and I see people journal is so, so, so simple. And it's basically just five gratitudes. So five things that you're grateful for. And this is a really nice way to end the day. It's a really beautiful, you know, little routine that you can do before bed if it feels good. And it's basically just listing out five things that you're grateful for either in life or for the day. The energy of love and gratitude is the highest vibration of all. So it's so beautiful to get into that, to finish off the day. And then after you've done the five gratitudes, 
you choose three or five things that you are currently manifesting or desire to call into your reality and you write them out again in past tense, like as if it's already happened, but also with the whole, I am so grateful that this happened. I am so grateful that my podcast hit the top 10 in its, you know, genre on Apple Podcasts. I am so grateful that my five clients all re-signed and paid in full for the next three months. Like those sorts of things that you desire to call into your reality. Again, this is bringing us into that beautiful vibration, that beautiful energy of love and gratitude. This honestly is the energy that everything is created from. When you can spend your days just in love and gratitude, seeing the beauty in everything that is around you, your whole fucking life will change. I guarantee you that your whole life will change. But also it comes back to really priming the brain, priming the subconscious mind, getting that reticular activating system firing on the things that you desire and calling them into your reality. So there you go, the episode that you've all been waiting for all around journaling. Of course, as always, if you love this, please share this to your Instagram stories and don't forget to tag me. And I'd love to know if you have any other questions, if I've missed anything, if you want any further clarification on this whole, you know, fun little journaling thing, then of course, reach out, DM me on Instagram. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe so that you don't miss anything. And I love you. I'll see you next week. The On Air with Jamie podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land in which this episode has been recorded, the Bindal and Woolgaroo Kabar people. We pay our respects to their leaders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people.